Hello and welcome to episode 2.7. It's been a few days since the last episode. I got busy doing lots of things, creative as well as work. Today I want to share some thoughts and recollections. To me, the question of people being on the same wavelength or not has always had relevance because I've found over the years that it's simply not possible to connect with people who aren't on the same wavelength. There's some fundamental difference, something deep within. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with whether you have shared interests or even similar opinions or views on things. I think it goes deeper than that, and to the extent that it could even be said that the communication that happens between people who are on the same wavelength, it almost gives no clue whether that shared thing is there or not. It's almost like the real communication is happening under the surface, and it's not the words that are said, or even the body language that happens, yet those are of course part of the thing that is happening. The real connection can be felt immediately. When you enter a room and you connect by looking at each other, by looking into each other's eyes, I think the connection can be felt immediately. That this is a person I could actually talk to and it would have meaning to me and to the other person. This isn't to say that you know where the connection would go where the conversation would go, and whether it would blossom into a lasting friendship. There are always all these other factors involved, your own life circumstances, your other friendships or relationships, whether you will even meet again, all kinds of stuff. But I'm just talking about this connection now. I found that with the people with whom it does happen, it happens without effort. And there isn't need to make anything happen that isn't happening naturally. It just goes a certain way and you know that this is one of your people in the sense of being someone who would be likely to understand most of your thinking, most of your deeper thoughts. And with people with whom this isn't true, who are not on the same wavelength. I found that it doesn't matter what effort you make, whether you try a lot or try a little bit less, so as not to be clingy either. It doesn't matter how relaxed you are, and it doesn't matter how open or friendly or smiling, without overdoing it. You can do everything perfectly well and be making as much of a contribution to increasing the chances of connecting with someone, yet if the other person isn't one of your people, if there isn't that sympathy under the surface, that same wavelength connecting you, it doesn't make any difference. It won't happen. It can't happen. Because you are just incompatible as people. I found this to be true in the past when I did try to actively seek out new friendships. It just doesn't work that way. I won't put the whole blame on 
the particular people involved, although that was part of it, circles where there were already established friendships and dynamics, and they had no particular motivation to be seeking out new friendships or new people. They just were very comfortable going on year after year along those same tracks, and that was enough for them. That was part of the reason no connection happened in some of the cases I'm thinking about in my own past, but I still believe the more important part of it was that those people simply were not on the same wavelength. There was no connection possible, and it wouldn't even have happened if those other people had made a similar effort. It would have, I believe, felt artificial to both people involved in any of those combinations that could have resulted between me and anyone else present. It was simply that the people involved were fundamentally different. I've considered this question a lot over the years, and I think one of the key things that I seem to have in common with the people that I have connected with, and this is something that is lacking from the people that I simply can't connect with, that there's just no chance of anything, uh, any kind of friendship forming. The thing I have in common, and the people with whom I've formed lasting and meaningful friendships, or even romantic relationships, have been people who are seekers. I'm using this word descriptively. It's not putting us above anyone else. It's just a description of how people live their lives and whether they are satisfied after they've achieved some level of whatever they want from life. I connect with seekers and people who have a creative need and who are pursuing goals that have something to do with creativity. It can be anything in the realm of arts, or it can be creativity in a wider sense of making your life over into something else. These are people who have dreams and are actually doing something about them. Creative dreams, who are taking steps to make those things a reality. And very importantly, they are not satisfied with being just the people they started out being. They are also seeking better ways to live, more meaningful human contact, and so on. I have limited time today for this episode, but I want to conclude on a note that I may enlarge on later in another episode or elsewhere. It's connected to what I was saying. It's that for people with whom I've been able to connect, imagination is super incredibly important. Imagination is something that raises your eyes from just obsessing over your little life, over whatever may be wrong with your body that day, or what daily tasks you need to get completed that day, or tomorrow, or the next day. All of these people have experienced things through art that go well beyond just entertaining them or just passing time. For them, art has given moments that they will remember for the rest of their lives, and 
those become keys where they need to go in their own lives, where they need to take things. And I believe that people like me, and not just me, find it one of the most oppressive things in the world if you are surrounded with people who don't have dreams, who are not seeking, who are not going for something better, who are just sitting in their homes with no plan to have a better life at any point. I'll go even further and say that I find it outrageous and wrong when people like this try to take the dreaming and the seeking out of the people who they may believe they are friends to, but who they want to bring down to their own level of just living in a single place, just going on year after year, going to work, making money, and then going home to just eat something nice, maybe drink, and never achieve anything. Someone that I have really cared about in this life has unfortunately had some people like that who know that they will never achieve anything themselves. So they want this person I care about also never to really achieve anything great. And she has huge potential. Those so-called friends don't want success for her because they already know they themselves will never really achieve anything meaningful in life. They will just live where they are living and not create anything meaningful. And that is a horrifying thought to people like me, and I believe to all of the people that I've connected with in a meaningful way. That's death in life, and it's the opposite of what life should be for people like me and who feel the same as I do. That imagination matters super much and art matters and that it needs to be a dynamic part of life, not just some decoration on the edges. It is a driving force without which life is just starvation and depression. I expressed things quite strongly towards the end. That's because I do feel strongly about these things. It's wrong for anyone to suppress other people's potential. Deeply wrong. Now I want to bring things back down to a positive direction. I need to take my leave for this episode and get back to doing some more creating and taking my life in the direction I want it to go. Midsummer is approaching. To anyone who listened to this, thank you very much. Have a great day ahead and a great night. Good night.